G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. So we're going to look at definition of weird, because we're weird. Compared to the rest of the world in human history, we're the odd jobs. And so to look at this definition, we're looking at the word weird, W-E-I-R-D, and an acronym. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. We've mentioned numerous times on this program about the differences between the Greek or philosophical worldview and a Hebrew or biblical worldview. And over the next few programs, we're going to take a closer look at this issue. Now, of course, here we are in the West. Uh, we've got a very definite uh, view of the world. But when compared to the rest of the world and the diversity of cultures throughout human history, we really are quite weird. So we can explore <laughs> a bit this uh, next few programs about what is weird and I guess a new definition of weird. We are actually, if you look through human history, you look at all the different cultures going right back to Adam and Eve, all around the world, and even cultures today around the rest of the world. We in the West are the standout oddbods. We, <laughs> we really are. There's a, a passage of Scripture. It's, it's a bit too long to read now. It's 1 Corinthians 1, 20 to 29, so it's 10 verses. And it's basically where Paul is saying, where are the wise people? Where's the scribe? Where are those who think they're really, really clever and really hot stuff? And he's pointing out that their wisdom isn't all that great after all. And how even the foolishness of God, which is an oxymoron, there is no foolishness <laughs> in God, but even the foolishness of God is vastly more wise than the wisest of men mm. and that he uses the foolish things of the world to baffle those who consider themselves to be wise. Yeah. And the reason he does that is that if he can use the things that are seemingly foolish to achieve his great plans, then only he can get the glory. Because if he used the biggest and the best and the brightest and the smartest, mm. then they get all the glory because they're the biggest, best and brightest and smartest. Yeah. And so that's kind of the premise behind what we're going to talk about. And there are many things in the Bible that we in the West kind of shake our head about. We don't get it. And the reason being is that we are so far removed from the culture in which the Bible was written that it really doesn't make sense to us. If you look at... So many different cultures around the world throughout human history, they have been agriculturally based. People basically worked for their bread. They grew their own food. They raised their own livestock so that they would have food to eat. They lived off the land. They lived very simple lives and very down-to-earth lives. And we've, we've talked about the difference between a Greek philosophical worldview, analytical, compared to a Hebrew Eastern biblical worldview and their poles apart, to be quite frank. Again, you look at how our um, worldview is very individualistic, very personal, very yeah. me-centered, whereas compared to the rest of the world, it's very communal, very tribal, very family. And there's um, a communal loyalty in that, whereas here it's, no, I deserve this. It's my blessing, my rights, my privileges, mm. my protections. It's very different. Yeah. When you talk about family, 
when we think of family, we think of mum, dad and two kids, whereas family in Eastern cultures is extended family. You've got uncles and aunts and grandparents and everybody all together in community. Absolutely. It's it's got a tribal mentality Mm. and they close ranks and they protect one another, but it's very different for us. And there is... um, a diversity of cultures, and there's a guy called Eugene Nieder, and he has done a lot of Bible translation work around uh, the world, many different countries, and he has um, an understanding of just how unique we in the West are. And this is what he said. He said, if one were to take a comparison of the culture traits of the Bible with those of all the existing culture today, One would find that in a certain respects, the Bible is surprisingly closer to many of them than to the technological culture of the Western world. It is this Western culture that is the aberrant one in the world. And it is precisely in the Western culture and in the growing number of persons in other parts of the world that this scripture has seemingly the least ready acceptance. We're so far removed from it that we can't accept what's in the Bible. Okay, so he and he's seen it. So we're going to look at definition of weird because we're weird. Compared <laughs> to the rest of the world in human history, we're the odd jobs. And so to look at this definition, we're looking at the word weird, W-E-I-R-D, and an acronym, Western educated, industrialized, rich, and democratic. And so just now, in the few minutes we've got, we're going to quickly look at what it means to be Western and educated. Okay, We've learned to formulate our ideas according to the influence of the ancient Greek culture, which we've talked about, rather than a Hebraic biblical worldview. There's nothing wrong with that per se, but when you're dealing with a supernatural God, it's very problematic. Okay, and at the very least, it's just a struggle. Okay, so we consider ourselves to be the children of the Enlightenment. We are educated. We've developed power of human reason as victory over the physical world, and we have convinced ourselves that human reason and rationality is the measure of all things. And science is considered the final proof of all things, which is actually a little bit silly because science is in a constant state of flux. Mm. Every time they think they've got something nailed down, they get a bigger microscope or something go, oops, we were quite <laughs> quite right with something else. Yeah. So we're putting our faith in something that's always on shifting sand, which is crazy. And you've got evolutionary process being held as the answer to man's existence, um, worship, um, of a deity is considered stupid, except that when you look at the belief system of evolution, it is actually a, a mm. belief system of worship. Um, you know, where they deny absolute truth and then, you know, vehemently will, you know, while rational, using rational understanding, that belief is the absolute antithetical of their, um, their held view of there being no absolute truths. And that's an absolute truth to them, which is <laughs> yes, circular right. reasoning. I yeah. mean, yeah. And then there's this decrying of anybody who holds a judgment on somebody else's lifestyle or a particular, you know, behavior. And then they in- themselves then rain judgment down on that person mm. for being judgmental. Yeah. You know, it's, there's something is not adding up here. And what they consider themselves to be very, very smart and intelligent. And this is not to be picking at somebody. It's just that if you look at the argument logically, it's illogical. Mm. And yet that's what they're, they're taught. This is very much a university type of, you know, higher education type of attitude. 
the level of hypocrisy, it's actually even being, being seen within those um, institutions and those of higher learning as well who are starting to recognise the double standard. They still hold to an atheistic world, world view but recognise that the way they go about expressing it or attacking other people mm absolutely damages their own credibility. They're actually being the very things that they say they're not. That's right, yeah. And so this is this is the mindset of this Western, intelligent, enlightened, mature, sophisticated, and all the other adjectives that go with that. That's the attitude, and you kind mm. of think that is really crazy. It's yeah. weird. It's almost like uh, Paul was looking 2,000 years into the future when he wrote Romans 1. Yes. <laughs> yes, he was. Tell me what it says. It says, professing to be wise, they became fools. Oops, somebody's going to be upset. We're called somebody <laughs> a fool. Was Paul. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But, it, but, it, but this is the thing. that mm. We think we're so much smarter than God because we've got our rational mind to get around it. But the rational mind can be irrational. It can be hypocritical. And what are you put, what's the foundation or what's the standard of measure for your rational mind if you have removed the standard of ethic and morality? Because you say there is no ethic of morality. We make that up ourselves. Well, we're constantly changing our mind. Look at social trends. Look at what's happened in our own country this mm. this past 12 months in the fight over definitions of marriage and relationship. It's like you open the floodgates and it's like society implodes on itself. Mm. Because we've removed this foundation. The word of God never changes, but man is constantly in a state of flux because he's removed the anchor that actually holds him as sane, (laughs) really. That's right. Yeah. So we've covered the first uh, two letters, Western and Educated. We'll continue to unpack this new definition of weird next time on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.